Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, folks. In this episode, you're going to find out about Paul Taylor's life now that he's the father of a newborn baby. How's the baby doing? How are Paul and his wife coping? What happened during the birth? How has Paul managed to create an entirely new one-hour comedy show while also moving house and dealing with the madness of parenthood? How does he feel about it all? What exactly is making him angry this time? Listen on to find out. The episode is sponsored by italki, which is the perfect solution if you're trying to find the right one-to-one teacher to help you develop a particular set of skills in English so that in the future... You can say in your perfect Liam Neeson accent, I have a particular set of skills, skills I've developed over a very long career as a learner of English. I don't think Liam Neeson is a teacher on italki, but you can check. You never know. Remember that when you buy some talking time, when you find Liam Neeson and buy some talking time with him so that you can learn to speak like Liam Neeson, then when you found that person and you've paid for some talking time, italki will send you a voucher for a free lesson. Um, and it's it's not by post. They don't need to know your address. They're not like, uh, you know, I, I don't know who you are. I don't, know where, I don't know where to send the voucher. It's all done by email. So anyway, the voucher usually arrives a couple of days after your first purchase. To get that offer, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash talk or click an italki logo on my website. Now, it's still not time for the jingle yet because I want to make an announcement for any London Lepsters listening, any uh, Lepsters in London, calling all London Lepsters. Following on from the success of the last LEP meetup, uh, there's going to be another one in London. The date is Saturday, the 28th of September, 2019. That's this year. Just in case you're wondering what year it is. It's 2019, and that's when this is happening. Saturday, 28th of September. The venue is the same as before, the Fitzroy Tavern, 16 Charlotte Street, Fitzrovia, London, W1T2LY, and the time, 6pm. The Fitzroy Tavern is a classic old London pub. Um, Various writers, famous writers and acclaimed people have spent time there, famously, including George Orwell, the man who wrote... 1984, and Animal Farm, amongst other great work. Now it's the location of the LEP meetups in London. You can get drinks and food. Uh, Zdenek Lukas is organising it again with his board games, and I think some of the gang from the last meetup are going to return. But new people are very welcome too. So if you just fancy uh, coming down to the pub and joining in, then you're welcome. There will be games, friendly conversation and laughs, and a good chance to practice your English and make some new friends with like-minded people. Saturday, the 28th of September, uh, 2019, the Fitzroy Tavern, uh, W1T2LY at 6pm. Right, so that's it for announcements and things. Let's get straight down to it. And here is the jingle. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk.
Hi folks, how are you all doing? Yes, you're all doing fine, good, good. And how about you there? Yes, yes, you, specifically you. How are you? How's that thing that's been bothering you a bit? How's that? Has it cleared up? How did that How did that thing go? You know the thing you had to do? Did it go okay? Yeah? Uh, if you're driving while listening to this, then please keep your eyes on the road at all times. Uh, if you are running while listening, maybe for exercise, or maybe in order to escape something, like a bear, then keep it up. Don't stop running. If you're walking somewhere, don't forget the old combination, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, etc. If you're sitting still, then I hope that you're nice and comfy. Good. Now the conditions are right. Let's continue. So Paul Taylor is back on the podcast. Um, I've been wondering what title to choose for this episode. I was considering Baby Update with Paul, but I thought that sounded a bit boring and flat. Then I considered calling it Down in the Dumps with Paul Taylor, but that won't make much sense until you've heard the next episode. Having the right title on an episode can make all the difference. It's the thing that sort of entices people to actually click the play button and listen. Most people probably just listen regardless of the title, but nevertheless, the title is vital as the most direct way to market the episode to your listeners. So it's something that I find myself scratching my head over sometimes. So that's why this time I've gone with the most clickbaity title I could think of. Paul Taylor became a dad and you won't believe what happened next. That's exactly the sort of title you get on those annoying online articles that you somehow can't resist clicking on. So there it is. Now you will have to listen in order to to decide if the you won't believe what happened next part of the title is justifiable or not. But that's it. The title is an experiment in clickbait and and a sort of an ironic joke too. So anyway, to get straight to the point, this episode is about Paul's experience of becoming a father for the first time. For the, uh, and in, for this episode, I originally had a plan to do an idioms game with Paul, which would involve us talking and trying to naturally add some idioms into our conversation. But I forgot to introduce the game at the start of the episode, because as soon as we started talking, we just immediately went flying down the rabbit hole of Paul's like baby news. And um, I only remembered about the card game until about 10 or 15 minutes in so anyway no idioms game that's going to be in the next one and this episode is slightly shorter than normal which makes a nice change i suppose uh that's because after half an hour we decided to start doing the game and i've decided to make that another episode of the podcast which will be the next one in fact so an idioms game with paul is coming up in the next episode which means that this episode is basically a catching up chat with paul focusing on life as a new dad You might have heard the episode I did nearly two years ago about the arrival of my daughter. It's episode 502. In that one, I talked to my wife about what happened when our baby arrived, what it's like, how the baby's getting on and everything. My wife and I are lucky in that we had no major issues. The baby was born healthy and happy. And in the weeks and months afterwards, we enjoyed the experience of having a third member of the family with us. And it felt all loved up and sweet. But it's not always like that. It depends on the child and the situation you're in. Uh, one thing's for sure, though, having a baby is a bit like a bomb going off in your life in a kind of a good way. It can cause quite a lot of difficulty, chaos and fatigue in ways that you don't expect. So this time, it's the turn of Paul Taylor and his wife, and I will let you listen to Paul describing his experiences of looking after their newborn, what happened during the birth, and whether it has been a fairly easy ride so far, or on the contrary, something of an exhausting ordeal. 
In any case, I would like to wish them both a hearty congratulations, but let's now find out how Paul's been getting on with all of it. Your job, as ever, is just to try and keep up with the chat and see if there are any new words or phrases you can spot. It might be worth uh, revisiting some of my other episodes about having kids, especially ones in which I explain all the relevant vocab. Episode 162 was all about that. Um, And also, in fact, there's a list of episodes on the page for this episode on my website below. You'll find a list of episodes that relate to things like the topic of having children and and vocab explained. All right, then. So without any further ado, let's find out how Paul's been getting on. And here we go. You ready to start? Yeah, man. Yeah. Let's start then. So Paul Taylor sitting next to me. How are you, Paul? Oh, Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, do you remember the last time? No, I don't. You ask me this every time. I know I was with Amber. <laughs> yeah. And we did, it was downstairs in your kitchen. That's right. And uh, I don't remember at what stage of my life I was. I know I was going to become a dad. Yeah. But I don't know how far, I don't know when it was. When was it? Do so you know? we, first of all, we talked with Amber about sleep. Oh yeah, I remember that. And then the two of us talked together. Oh, how am I going to find out the date? It doesn't matter when it was. <laughs> but yeah, we talked about becoming a dad and about um, how it changes your life. And we had a deep and heavy and meaningful conversation about it all. Oh, yeah. That's come, it's coming back now, yeah. Yeah. And um, so anyway, now you're back. So that was probably about a month, maybe a month and a half before the due date for the child. Yeah. And so here we are now post-birth. Uh, child Yeah. Yeah. So, just you know, how's it going? How how is everything? Um, right? It's okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's all right. All right. It's it's just all right. Yeah, it's not really. Uh, it's uh, if I sum it up, if it was if it if it was a product, if it was the new iPhone 11, <laughs> the new iPhone 11 just came out, right? Yes. If I was to buy the new iPhone 11, and after three months, it still wasn't working. I'd be angry. It's not three months, though, is it? It's about five weeks, six weeks? What is? The, uh, since your daughter was uh, born. Te- uh, ten. Ten weeks, yeah. is it now? Okay, yeah. so... Two and a half months. Two and a half months. Yeah, if I, right, if I bought an iPhone, two mm-hmm. and a half months later, it still wasn't working, I'd be pissed. What, she doesn't work? She just doesn't work. She just... She, she, it, it feels... It feels like we've got a third cat that's <laughs> more annoying than the other two. That requires more attention all the time because there's very there's, <laughs> there's not a lot of interaction. She smiles now and again, but she spends most of her days uh, crying and whinging like a French person, like a Parisian. I was saying to you earlier that she's basically you because um, yeah. she she wakes up at about eleven o'clock. <laughs> uh, she's basically grumpy during the day and she's all right at night. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes she shits herself, but uh, yeah. Exactly like you, then, basically. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. She, she's got the same hair colour, same eye colour, same skin colour as me. Yeah. The same attitude. She's, I, don't, <laughs> she's got, I don't know what she's got of, of my wife yet. We haven't, we'll figure that out. Well, I mean, she's got the vagina. So She's got your wife's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure quite where to take that. No, she, ha- well, she has a vagina, so she's a oh, girl. I see. Right. She has the feminine sex. Yeah, but she didn't necessarily... In- does she inherit that from from your wife? No, but I mean that's the only thing that's similar to because her. I don't, she, she, 
No, what I mean is she's basically exactly like me, yeah. except she's a female. So right. that's the only thing that she's got in common with my wife is that she's a female. I see. Everything else she's got in common with me. I see. Okay. Um, wow. What a com- what a what an interesting sort of yeah, uh, so it's a, it's a disaster g- that is that <laughs> a female version of you. Oh god, I know, it's probably an improvement. Probably. Uh, well, it's it's got to be right. It's 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 a female and a French version of wow. Me. So <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 difficult. It's been a. It's, it, has it been difficult? Really? Yeah, it's been rough. Yeah, it's, really? been, it's been the worst three months of my life. So oh far. God! Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Been but rough. normally, when uh, a dad has just become a dad, normally they say all these beautiful things about how it's miracle, a no. miracle, and it was amazing and no. beautiful. And no, it's just a no. nightmare. The worst three it's months not, of your life it, for now. Yeah, I mean, people, people have oh. told me. Oh, did it? Just, Hold on. Set your little cable. That's the cable, I think, maybe doing that. Oh. Let, let's carry on. We'll see how we uh, go. Yeah, it's, I'm just going to put it on the desk so then yeah. it doesn't drape down. Good idea. Uh, drape down? That's, that's what, what she said. Know, I don't even know if that's English. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll drape. Yeah, that's drape down. It, yeah, okay. the, yeah, the cable will drape down okay. if you don't put it on the, the table. Listen to him doubting his English. I don't know. Drape, what, it, it came out naturally and then I was like, I haven't, uh, whatever. When you come on this <laughs> podcast, maybe your, your English gets called into question. Well, yeah, because I know it's an English podcast and I'm English, and so I know that people might be analysing the words that I'm saying, yeah. and they well, because even on a non-English learning thing, which is my vlog uh, that I do on YouTube, uh, I get comments all the time about, oh, why did you say that? You, isn't it supposed to be that? And because this is from French people who've who've learnt English by studying grammar books, yeah, or exactly, whatever, and they hear you speaking uh-huh. natural. Yeah. English and they're like but but yeah I get that a lot too yeah I imagine you get it more than me because you're you're yeah. you're, you're an English teacher so you're teach you know it's called Luke's English podcast yeah. mine isn't called Paul's English vlog it's just it's, cool. it's just me yeah. doing my comedy stuff right. or behind the scenes of the comedy but a lot of people but a lot of people use my videos to learn English because yeah. uh, you know um, well as you know more than than I do people like listening to native speak and not just robotic scripted. Yes. Uh, material. True. So, um, yeah, drape down. Anyway. Um, drape down. Anyway, so anyway, the worst three months of your life. Yeah, so far, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just, it's not... Uh, Why? We're Why? Not having, uh, it's just difficult. It's, I mean, it's... Because it, it, you don't know what's, you don't know what to do. Like, the, the, I think the, one of the most frustrating things is that the, the health professionals, whether it's pediatricians, whether it's uh, osteopaths, whether it's... Um, in France, they call it an ORL doctor, uh, uh, which is something to do with your the sinus. Ear, nose and throat. Yeah. Yeah. They've all got different, and, and even the, the, the midwives and the, the health, they've, they've all got, they all have different things. To, you know, you have a problem yes. and they all give you conflicting advice. So what? it's really frustrating. What's the um, problem? Well, the, we, we don't know. That's it. We, yeah, she cries a lot and no one knows why. And they're like, oh, it's the colic. She's got colic. What's that? Um uh, I found out because I didn't know what the English word was because I'd heard colique uh, in French and I looked it up in a dictionary. Apparently, we do say colic, colic in English. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I learned lots of English vocab through having a baby in France. Mm-hmm. Microphone stool. You learned a lot of English vocab through having a baby in oh, France. Oh, is it because the, the microphone, the headphone... Is, it, is that it? Do you want to swap... If, if Wait, listeners, if the headphone cable touches the microphone cable, we're wondering if that one makes two, a noise, two, but I don't think two, that makes no. a... Oh. oh, yeah, a little bit. Oh, I think it's this. The, the, when the microphone the, touches the coily the, bit, the headphone. What kind cable. of a professional podcast is this? <laughs> let's where the what, let's, let's no, that's right. I'll just. I, I won't touch the cables. Yeah, that's not very comfortable for you, though, is it? Hello. You have to make sure your arm doesn't drape down. Um. Um. So wait a minute. The colic. Yes. What is it? Yeah, colic is. Uh, well, it's the it's the general term for babies crying. 
There's no, it's, it, it can, it, it's, it's, it's anything. I, I mean, in, in French anyway, it's, they can either have a, a sore stomach. Uh, it can be uh, crying in the evening as the sun sets. It can be, it, there's a whole bunch of different, th- there's no definition of what it is and there's no way of making it better. They don't know what it is and they don't know how to make it better. So they try and give you, um, you know, what, the, the, the thing, the thing that it changes all the time. Like initially, it was clear that she's got. She's clear that she's got digestive problems because when when she's eating or at some stage, like she's she's wriggling about, uh, crying, uh, mm. trying to push uh, mm. and get you know, essentially having trouble pooing and and, and farting. Right. Um, so you know, we've all been there. Exactly. I'm still there. Uh, well, they, she's inherited <laughs> it from you as well, obviously. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just difficult. Like when you've got a kid that's that's just screaming the whole day. Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, it's it's it. In all honesty, f- for the month of August, it was. So she was born the twenty eighth of June, right? Um, and then we moved house on the twenty fifth of July. So that's one a month nightmare. later, yeah, we moved. You had to move house. Yeah, uh, a month after your child was born. Yeah, we moved house. That was a that was a mistake. Um, so that didn't help. Uh, so July. Uh, the begin- the first month was all right. I mean, it was new, so you don't really know what's happening. You know, you you, you don't know what to expect. You don't know what what anything means. You're asking yourself questions. Yeah. Um, do we feed her? Is we fed her too much? Do we keep feeding her? She slept enough. Is she eating enough? Uh, she hasn't shit. Is that a bad thing? Like, what's how? Yeah. It's it's you're just asking yourself a million questions. That again, people different people have different opinions, and it's 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 really annoying. Like. Um, what was the what was the example that I used the other day when somebody was asking me this and I was like oh the, the different uh, oh like fingernails right fingernails yeah like within within the first within the first couple of days like we we woke up one morning and she scratched herself right yeah, yeah. Uh, she was bleeding on her face because because her fingernails she came out with really long fingernails yeah so I don't know one of the the midwives were like oh what you need to do is you need to put mittens on like little gloves mm-hmm. so she stops scratching herself yeah. Then another professional, another doctor came in and was like, "No, no, you shouldn't put gloves on at this stage because they need to be feeling their environment. They so they need to have um, yeah. uh, naked hands. Yes, that doesn't make sense. But you know, naked what I mean? hands. I, no, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, their their hands need to be free to touch the environment around them, especially the breast if they're breastfeeding. Like mm. they need to feel things. So don't put gloves on. We're like, cool. But if we don't, and she scratches herself, what do we yeah. do? And another one was like, oh, what you can do uh, is you can um, file the nails." Not cut them, but file them because they're right. too they're too soft. You can't yeah. cut the nails. They don't cut. They're too soft. Yeah. Uh, and so to file the nails, and then somebody else was like, "No, don't file the nails because they can get." Um, uh, in French, the word is panari. I don't know what they're called in English. When you you know when you as an adult when you cut your nail and it gets infected and it's all red. Oh, you can get um, like a just uh, a uh, sore a sore nail. Yeah. You can get like a <clears throat> look it up in a dictionary. Swollen cuticles or yeah, exactly. It, and so so that, that was and that was just for cutting the nails. That's just one problem that Jesus, we had yeah. uh that uh that everyone had conflicting because they've all they're all different ages you know the midwives the doctors everyone's grown up in a different nail infection it's called whitlow nail infection that's it yeah okay whitlow but other, uh, for, for us for in our daily lives it's just when you're the yeah. the end of your finger or next to your nail gets swollen and red and yeah, painful exactly yeah. and then when you, you can like if you pull it open a bit of pus comes out yeah. anyway so it's just it's just this annoying thing of like everyone went to medical school at different times and at different recommendations at yeah. one stage uh, apparently they you know they would tell people to have babies sleep on their stomach 
that's what you should yeah. do. Then that became dangerous because some of them suffocated because they can't lift their heads up. So then yeah. they they were like, yeah, no, yeah. definitely put them on the back. And then so it's just it, it, yeah, every it's generation, you know, and my, you know, I'm telling my parents, I, I speak to my parents as little as possible, really? uh, just because right now it's all problems, and they've got their solutions that they had 30 years ago with right. me, yeah. which aren't the recommended solutions now, you know, and, and it's just it's just this frustrating loop of you don't know what's going on you don't know how to make it better and uh yeah it's been it's been uh, it's been rough the month of august was easiest for me because i was doing my show uh i was preparing from i i was right working doing a work in progress of my of yeah. my new show yeah, yeah. Uh, that's starting in october but i did i did 20 shows in the month of august so four times a week for the five weeks and so for the four days that i was performing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, no, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the whole day up from midday, I was out of the house because mm-hmm. I needed to work on the show. I needed to get in the headspace. It was a new show. So I was writing, I was trying to find, you know, uh, my way of writing a show because I'd never written a second show before. And right. the first show I didn't write franglais, right? I didn't write it knowing that I was going to write a show. You wrote bits. I yeah. wrote five minute bits, 10 minute bits, did them on stage. And then after three years, I combined them all together to make the show mm-hmm. and then wrote transitions that made sense between the different stories. Uh, whereas this one, it was like, I need to, I've got one month to do the same thing that I did in three years. So I didn't really yeah. know my writing process. So that was complicated um, on top of that. And so four days a week, my wife was at home on her own with the baby dealing with her basically and wow. crying the whole day which is you know which was very difficult for her so that put strain on the whole city you know we, we were just we've, we're just in a in a not in a great place mm, that's a pity it was good when you got you guys came over last weekend uh because she actually slept a little bit and i think it was because there was um yeah interaction around. and there was yeah. uh, stimulation do you take her out and stuff during the day yeah we crying? do sometimes yeah we take we take her out when we when we can yeah um when we muster up the courage it's just, we call her a time-bending terrorist. Yeah, really? Because it takes... Um, it, it, you wake up, we wake up, whatever, at 10 or, or 11 once she's properly awake. Mm. And we're like, oh, we've got, great. We've got, um, and before you know it, it's 4 p.m. Yeah. And we haven't even had a shower yet, you know, because... Yeah. You know, we, we wake up, she's crying, we've got to feed her. Uh, then we feed her, then she's all angry, whatever. Then the cats need feeding, they're all angry. Then once you clean the, the litter box, once we change her, we w- clean her eyes and her nose and all that kind yeah, of stuff, yeah. dress her. Um, then she's hungry again, or my <laughs> wife has to then pump her milk because she doesn't, you know, she breastfeeds, but she also pumps the milk. That yeah. takes another half. It's four o'clock and we haven't even had a shower yet. We're like, fuck it, we're not going out now, can't be asked. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's a, it's oh man it's rough it's a learning curve right i mean it's it's weird isn't it some some kids just seem to you know sort of behave differently in mm. those early stages but like what people always say is that you know it, it things change with children things always change yeah. so you know that's a positive thing that she'll she'll eventually she's going to stop uh crying and hopefully yeah. being grumpy all the time yeah um yeah yeah we can't wait until something changes because it's been two and a half months of yeah it feels like it's been a year already yeah that's how like you know wow but it's 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 but, weird because you can talk about it as much as you can to people and you can get advice beforehand where people tell you this is going to happen that's going to happen if this happens but it really none of it it all just it, it doesn't matter until you actually go through it it's really interesting i guess it's a similar 
Well, it's not similar at all, but it's it, like I, I remember before I started driving, people, you know, would tell me, oh, that it, it, like driving yeah. cars like this, you've got to find the biting point of the clutch. Yeah. Uh, you've got to do this and that. And it's only when you get in the car and you actually hold the gear stick in the steering wheel, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, God, this is nothing like any. It doesn't matter what people have said before. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's everyone has their own experience. The thing so. about driving, which I guess is similar though, is that you don't really learn to drive, even sometimes until after you've passed your test, do you, you actually sort of learn properly to drive yourself, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. yeah. Where you feel comfortable and confident <clears throat> that you are in control of the car and it's all your decisions and you can do what you want. I think maybe parenting is a similar thing. Yeah. That it's going to take you maybe a little bit of time to just feel like, oh, we're going to do this our way. Mm. You know, we don't have to worry about asking everyone's advice and opinions. We'll just do, you know, what we think is right. And ultimately, that's the kind of that's the the position you want to be in. Yeah. I suppose It'll, you'll <laughs> get there. It, it, I always I keep getting annoyed at my wife because she uh, she's she's just it's just too many questions all the time yeah you know it's like oh do you think we should feed her do you think she needs this do you think i'm just like i don't have the answers to your question stop asking questions just do it do what you feel like we've just got to get mm-hmm. on with it let's stop yeah <laughs> your, your wife needs to trust her instincts yeah a bit i think that's a good, think so. good idea how about the birth how was the birth uh easy yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's. Re- I mean, the the pregnancy was. Well, you didn't have to do it, so no, you could say it was easy. But it was easy. Like I honestly, we 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 talk, we laughed because I I had a. It was more, the labour was more difficult for me than it was for her. In the no. sense, she slept through all of it. What she slept through? She had fourteen hours of labour. She slept through all of it except for each hour when the midwife would come and check uh, the yeah. dilation of the cervix. Yes. To see how far dilated she was. Yes. So then she'd, that's when she'd wake up, the midwife would come and she'd be like, yeah, cool, it's two centimetres or whatever. And then she'd leave and then she'd fall straight back asleep. What, because she was on amazing drugs? Well, she had an epidural. Right. So, and it was, a, I guess it was just a strong one. So she was out. And so it, for the 14 hours, I was sat watching her sleep. <laughs> uh, and also next to her was the baby's heartbeat. Yeah, it's weird, isn't and it? And I couldn't sleep because all you hear is... <laughs> the sound of the baby's heart 14 hours of yeah it sounded like people having sex above us <laughs> for 14 hours actually it was the sort of the ghost of you and your wife having sex from nine oh, months earlier god it was it was i mean so she slept through all of it and then at the end um essentially she pushed six times and and, and well it, <laughs> exactly I can't do it hold on there, there you go, go. Uh, yeah, she pushed six times and uh, she needed uh, forceps. Yeah. Um, how to many? Come out. How many? How many what? Four. How many seps? Forceps. <laughs> forceps. Right. Sorry. Forceps. Obviously, those things which you know midwives use to help children help yeah, they babies come out. They're like scissors, but spoons. Yeah. They. They. The way they. The way they describe it is like a. It creates like a. Uh, a slide for the baby to come oh, out. Oh, really? Like it doesn't necessarily, they don't grab the head. It's kind of like it opens it up and it just allows oh, okay. the baby to come out. So they're not really like scissors, but spoons. No. They're more like but they, but they look like, like Yeah, they, they, they look like massive salad spoons. Right. Like if you buy a salad bowl and you buy this this utensil, yeah. it's basically that, but okay. more medical. Right. So, yeah. And that, <laughs> like like salad, salad servers, but more medical. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Six so, times and then... 
So the birth, yeah, the birth was uh, was really easy. It was the after, really. It, it, it was the day that she gave birth was the heat wave in Paris. So it was yeah. thirty nine degrees. Thirty nine degrees. No oh air conditioning because <sighs> air conditioning is bad for babies because oh uh, they might die. Oh my uh, goodness! But so yeah, it was. It was re- everything afterwards was just really complicated. Sorry, I'll turn tell me out. tell me something positive though, Paul. Um, we need to we need to hear from your mouth some positive words about this. Like she's cute though, right? Uh, I, sh- yeah, she's cute. Isn't it nice when uh, sh- you know she holds your little f- your finger in her hand? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that doesn't really Paul's happen. like searching in his soul. No, for like, it's, yeah. it's it's given me uh, ten minutes of uh, jokes. Okay, so that's the positive. You got ten minutes out of it already? Yeah, probably. I've got zero minutes. Really? Absolutely none. Yeah. We're by minutes, listeners. Obviously, we're talking about minutes minute, of comedy, minutes of stand up. It's funny because Bill Burr in the show yesterday he doesn't. He's like, yeah, I've got no jokes on her. I have no jokes about her being a dad. Really? I've got one joke, but I've sort of stopped doing it. Well, it's not really a joke. It's stories, right? It's like that's the, that's what I'm doing for my second show. Yeah. Is, um, is telling stories for a couple of reasons. One, uh, I wanted to get better at telling stories yeah. on stage. Two, it's easier uh, to, to not think of jokes, but to think of a story that's yeah. funny Much easier and try and make it funnier. Yeah. And number three, it's very difficult to plagiarize or be accused of plagiarism because it's your story. So it's happened to you. So it's difficult to, 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 because I think for, for comedians talking about being dads, this, I think there's a lot of jokes that have already been said, right? There's, if you're thinking about joke jokes, mm. like set up punchline, set up punchline that are, they've all already been said, I think mostly uh but if you're telling a story so the, the story that i'm telling on stage right now is like the the most horrific night that we had um uh in the, in in the in the process it was about a month ago when i got back from doing my show like at one thirty in the morning because uh, i had a couple of drinks afterwards with my producer to talk about how the show was going got home at one thirty. no one's in all the lights are out in the house but no one's in the bedroom and I was like, what the fuck is going on? What's happened? And mm. I went into the living room. My wife's in the fetal position next to the baby, crying. She's like, she's shit all over the bed. We can't sleep on the bed. <laughs> oh, God. And we've run out of water to make the bottles. We're fucked. Oh, God. So it's like one thirty in the morning. I'm like, oh, God, I can't. I, I have to find water. She couldn't, like, for, just from your wife's point of view, if you've got a little baby like that and it does shit all over the bed, yeah. you can't really... Like just clean up the bed because you've got to look after the exactly, child. Yeah, so you've you got to leave the bed yeah. and go and yeah. She can't be taking the covers off and and putting new ones on because the no. baby's crying the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It's just like we've got no water to make the bottles for tomorrow morning. Oof. So I'm like, oh, so this is one thirty in the morning where I'm typing in twenty four hour supermarket, and obviously they're in Paris. So I had to leave my the suburbs that we've moved to on my scooter at one thirty in the morning to go find a petrol station that has a supermarket attached to it. <sighs> and at one thirty in the morning, you're probably going to die. You're probably going to get executed during a drug deal at one thirty in the morning <laughs> at a petrol station. So I run in, I get a, a, a pack of six bottles of water from you, the brand Vitel, okay. um, which is a type of water, it's a brand of bottled water. Mm-hmm. I go back home, the lights are all on, the baby's crying, the cat's crying, Addie's crying, everyone's hungry. 
uh, and I start making a bottle for the little one and my wife loses her shit because I didn't get the right water because Vitel isn't the water that you should be getting for babies because there's too many mir- minerals in it. She's like, Paul, how many fucking times have I told you you need to get a brand called Moroku, yeah. Moroku? And she's like, it's not complicated. There's like a baby's photo. There's a photo of a yeah. baby on the bottle. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's for babies. Go get that water because we're fucked. Uh, so I had to go back into the... Su- this is the whole like situation where we ended up getting to sleep about 4.30 in the, in, in the morning and the next day I got woken up at 8 in the morning because the internet people were supposed to come. I'd forgotten they were coming at 8 to set up the internet and because we didn't yet have our names on the boxes, oh, that, the intercom down the stairs, the guy walked in, didn't see our name and left. So we oh. didn't have the internet so I had to purchase extra 25 euros on my phone to do the hotspot uh, thing. Uh, the insurance for the car wasn't through and I suppose it was, this all happened in one day where it was just Jesus it, Christ. So that's I mean, a story I'm telling on stage right now and it's, it, it, it works pretty well. Yeah, that, no, that's, that's pretty overwhelming. Um, so it's not that, da- it's not jokes about being a dad. It's just, it, here's a fucked up story. Yeah. And, uh, here's, but the thing is, I don't know, like, you know, if I, when I'm writing my new show now, in a year and a half, if that joke's in there, like, how do I, because I'm sure there'll be new stories between now and then that will, yeah. that will be funnier. Well, just, just replace, replace and <clears throat> yeah. replenish. Um, okay. But still no single uh, like positive uh, reflection then from you, Paul. We need to hear something. We need to hear something good. They've heard all some- the good stuff from no, you. No, they haven't. From when you, when you they had- want to hear it from you. They don't, they don't- I don't, there's nothing good right now. Shut up. Honestly, it's, she smiles. That's cute. But most of the time, it's it's not the, the balance of of good and bad is definitely skewed to, uh, towards bad. What about this? What about when your daughter burps? That's good, isn't it? Well, it's good because I know that she's going to be in less pain. Right. So I lo- I love it when my daughter she she still does it a bit, but not at, as much as she used to. At what age do you stop? Having I don't know. To force burp them? I don't know really. I don't know. She still does it now. Yeah, but she burps but on her own now. Probably after you don't have to, about- you don't have to put. Put, put her on your I still do sometimes but generally yeah, she'll burp on of her own accord yeah uh, but uh, yeah feeding the feeding her milk mm. and then putting her over your shoulder and like tapping in her back and then yeah a big burp comes out yeah for me I'm like yes okay or when I've just got her on my lap and I'm reading a story and, and she farts. a big fart I'm like yes get in <laughs> because and at night as well sometimes I'll go in her room because she's crying and I go in, I just rub her belly and she'll like, uh, and then a big fart. And I'm like, yes, now you're going to go back to sleep. Right. I love it when my daughter farts and poos and burps. And Well, when our, she's so small, but she farts like an adult. So when she, <laughs> when she farts, this is what happens in our house. When she farts, when somebody will fart yeah. and then me and Addy will be like, was that you or was that her? <laughs> And it's a constant thing of like, who's, who's farted? Because they all sound the same. All yeah. our, the three of our farts sound the same. <laughs> and we thought that it'd be a little bit higher, you know, because there's less space in her, yeah. in her, in her belly. So, but it's a deep, like, wonderful. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've got to, you've got to try and enjoy these moments if you can. Yeah. Cherish them. People Paul. keep saying that. Oh, it's good. Uh, yeah. yeah take yeah. advantage now because she'll, she'll grow no, I'm not going to say that to you. I'm not going to say enjoy all this crying and stuff. No, it's not enjoy it. They're just like, oh, you know, take advantage now because they grow up so quickly. I'm like, yeah, I can't yeah, wait no, for I've, it to grow up I've quickly. Never, yeah, me, I, I had the same feeling. I've never understood that when people say, yeah. enjoy it now while it lasts. It's like, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to her growing up yeah. even more. I want her to, I, I, I want the interaction. Yeah. Because right now there is none apart no, that's, from. That's going to come, Paul. Don't worry. Because at the moment you're basically 
dealing with like a little sort cat, of like uh, a, an annoying yeah, like cat, a cat that can't speak, that, can't that, move. That, that looks at you and, and then has a bit of interaction that cuddles you. Sometimes, Generally, the, it, it you know for those who don't have uh, kids, you know, uh, basically a, a two month baby will look at you and and bubbles of spit will come out of its mouth mm. and it sort of struggles to move and stuff like that. And yeah, that can be. That can be frustrating, but it gets better, Paul, once she starts yeah, to interact. Like uh, our daughter now is speaking and is doing funny things. Yeah, she's and, awesome. And she, she like this. But new- she's awesome because she's yours and not mine. Like in the sense that like I, when you came around the other day, I was like, oh, she's amazing. And, yeah, I, and I was just like, oh, yeah, it's, but, but she's leaving now. So it's not <laughs> like I want mine to be like that. It's not always amazing. No, that's the thing. Yeah, but it's, that's, and, and that's the other thing. It's like it, we've been going to the doctor. We've been to about 20 million different doctor's appointments. Yeah. We've been to a pediatrician in the month of August as well in Paris. Uh, everything's shut. The pediatricians aren't around. Blah, blah, blah. So we had different. Me- and then every time we take her to a doctor, she's smiling. She's happy. And so anytime she's out and meets other people, she's amazing. And so everyone's like, oh, she's so cute. She's adorable. It's like, yeah, but as soon as we leave, as soon as we do anything on just the three of us, she hates it. Maybe she hates us. I don't know. It's all right. It's, I mean, it's going to get better. I, I'm waiting for it to get better. Things are going to get better. We'll see. They, they might get worse, but uh, yeah. like somehow. But I think they'll probably get better. You're yeah. going to be all right. Everything's going to be okay. Uh, yeah. We'll just, just keep Just keep going. <laughs> just keep pushing. I'll just uh, keep writing don't, comedy. Yeah, exactly. Just turn it into comedy. I'll try. Now, I've just realised... Have you not been recording? No, I've been recording. Oh, okay. Everything's okay. <laughs> yeah, just realised we haven't been recording. I was planning to play some sort of card game during this conversation. Yeah. And I realised maybe 10 minutes in yeah. that I hadn't done it. And then it's like, I can't stop it now. We've got to keep going until yeah. we've reached our conclusion. How long have we been talking about? About half an hour. Okay. So, <sighs> this what? is going to make it difficult for me to write the title of the episode. Because... If half an hour in, the, the the thing that's in the title of the episode happens, that's going to feel like... It's too far out. Yeah, it feels like I'm going to be mis-selling yeah. the content. So should we just keep talking about no, I, updates no, 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 and no, then do a second episode? No, 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 no. no. no we're no, going to do no, it anyway. No, no, no. So what I'm going to do in the title is I'll call I'll call it something like, you know, baby update slash okay. this thing that we're going to do too. So that's the end of this part. I just want to say thanks again to Paul and to wish him and his wife well. To be honest, it sounds like they've been having a really hard time with the baby crying constantly, which is horrible. When your child cries, it's a truly horrible feeling. It gets you kind of right in your soul and it's like torture. It can be very tough to be stuck indoors with a crying baby all day, every day. It can kind of drive you round the bend. So I really hope it gets better soon and it will, of course. Um, you know, babies often cry in the first, you know, months or so, but they, it will get better. And then the two of them can start to enjoy parenthood properly. It's, it can be tough having kids. There's no doubt about it. It can be horrible sometimes, but somehow the good things carry you through the bad things. I just hope they get to taste some of the good stuff soon because there is a lot of joy in having kids. For me, it got much better when our daughter started interacting with us more. And now it's very funny and entertaining to have conversations with her. I hope Paul can enjoy that too in the near future. I must say, though, I'm very impressed that he's managed to come up with an entirely uh, new uh, one-hour comedy show during all of this. That is very difficult, especially when your first show was developed over three years and was a big hit. Now he has to do it all over the, 
again, the, the difficult second album, they call it. But he's done it, uh, a new one-hour show, which is called So British au Presque, which is like saying so, so British almost. And you can see it at a venue called Flow in Paris from the 18th of October to the 4th of January. There are more details on Paul's website, uh, paultaylorcomedy.com. Okay, so I mentioned the idioms game earlier. So you heard me, you heard there that I mentioned the idioms card game that I had intended to play during the conversation. That's what's going to happen in the next episode, a game in which you can try to spot various common idioms in our conversation and we'll explain and clarify them for you too. Uh, Just a reminder, you can check out previous episodes I've done about parenthood if you're interested in learning more vocab about the subject. There's episode six, uh, 161, which was a conversation with a heavily pre- pregnant Amber Minogue about what it's like being eight months pregnant. That was the first appearance of Amber on the podcast. The following episode, 162, covers a lot of vocabulary relating to pregnancy, childbirth, and childcare. Then there's episode 502, which is uh, my wife and me chatting about uh, our our experience. And uh, and if you remember, there are also several episodes with Ben and Andy from the London School in which they both prepare me and scare me ahead of the birth of my daughter. And there are links at the bottom of this page. Um, on the subject of having children and learning English, I have received quite a lot of requests about doing a podcast about how to raise children to be bilingual. I guess quite a lot of you out there are having children too and you really want them to grow up to be effective speakers of English. So what's the best way to achieve this? How do you bring up kids to speak another language, English in this case? This is actually a really complicated question and there are many different situations in which in which this might be a concern. One parent, here are a few of the situations. One parent speaks a different language but the family lives in the home country of the other parent, which is my situation the same as many of my friends. And another one would be two parents, the two parents are from one country, but they're living in a different place now and bringing up a child there. Uh, another possibility would be the two parents are non-natives living in a non-English speaking place. So let's say it's like a Polish couple bringing up their children in Poland, uh, but they want their child to grow up speaking English. So how do you go about helping the child to learn English in those situations? Also, Another question that people keep asking me is, how do I talk to my daughter? What are the um, sort of certain phrases or words that we use when we talk to our children in English? So this is actually a pretty big project. And, is, and to properly deal with it, I think it's necessary to perhaps get the benefit of qualified professionals who know about the various kinds of research into second language acquisition for kids and the ins and outs of bilingualism in children. So what I plan to do is interview my friends, first of all, about their experiences of bringing up bilingual kids. But I'd also like to take advantage of my contacts at the British Council and ask some of our staff for their professional opinions regarding bilingualism and how you can help your kids to learn English. So this is a podcast series that requires some preparation, but it's one that I'm going to start working on soon. In the meantime, I'm interested in your comments. If any of you out there uh, has experience of raising a child to be bilingual, I want to hear from you. So let me know about techniques, experiences, challenges, methods, 
anything relating to bringing up kids who speak English. I'm particularly interested in success stories of bringing up a child to speak English when English is not your native tongue or the native tongue of your partner and you're not living in an English-speaking country. For example, as I said before, it could be Polish parents who maybe speak English a bit that maybe listen to this podcast, bringing up a Polish child in Poland to speak good English from childhood. So any success stories of that kind of situation, obviously it doesn't have to just be Poland, could be anywhere, but you know what I mean. So this might be you, but in a different country. So if you have things to say about this, then send me a comment or an email. Um, Success stories, but also challenges as well, any of the challenges that you face. I'd like to gather together some thoughts, anecdotes and tips, which I can then make part of a Uh, maybe a future series so have a think and get in touch with me via my website teacherluke.co.uk and then finally london-based lepsters don't forget about the official lep meetup happening on saturday the 28th of september 2019 the venue is the same as before the fitzroy tavern 16 charlotte street fitzrovia london w1t2ly the time 6 p.m and just before we end don't forget to do these five things Uh, Sign up to LEP Premium via the website. You could um, subscribe to the website mailing list to get uh, links to the relevant pages every time they're published. Download the Luke's English Podcast app if you haven't already done so. Check out italki for some one-to-one teaching. And you could consider sending a donation to support the podcast. Uh, People do. People, every now and then I get little notifications on my phone saying that people have sent me donations. Thank you so much for your contributions. You help to make this podcast possible. it, you know, it's because of my audience of listeners that uh, this podcast is still going and has been going for more than 10 years now. It's due to the support I get from my audience. So thank you very much. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. The next one, as I said, will feature a vocab game featuring about 15 different common English idioms for you to spot and learn. That's coming soon. But for this episode, it's just time to say goodbye. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.